Hey everyone. Hello. It's Witchy Bots. With Henny and Liz. And we're talking. We're not talking about anything. We're reading a story. <laughs> we're doing. Tipsy Tales. Woohoo! Or inebriated mythologies, whichever. Or folklore? Or was it folklore? Sorry, Rowan. It was Rowan's idea. All I remember is inebriated and that does the <laughs> We're just doing inebriated. We're just doing inebriated. <laughs> Welcome to inebriated. We're going to read you a story. Okay, so I believe this is going to be Tipsy Tales 2. Number two. Number we hope you like the first one, so we're going to go ahead and do another one. <laughs> we're recording at the same time because who can get drunk every two weeks? Not me. Not us, because we have to be sensible adults. How boring is that? <laughs> okay, so it's my turn this time, and I'm reading two stories because they're short. That's the dog's tale. And my two stories come from Celtic Tales of the Strange by Joanna Asela, illustrated by Marlene Ekman. This is my mother's book, so I have to return it, which is very depressing because it's awesome. All right, sorry. My first story is The Queen Beneath the Hill. You're ready. I'm ready. Awesome. Hit me with this innuendo. The innuendo field story. <laughs> I hope you made as many comments as I did the first time. I All right. Can't guarantee. Am I getting grossed? <laughs> many years ago, long before your grandfather's grandfather walked the earth, there ruled a certain King Fergus the Young. Okay, that does have relevance. When I first read this story, I was like, why the hell are they talking about this king? He's not in the story ever again. But he does have relevance. King Fergus the Young, since I'm just going to ignore that because I can't maths. These are inebriated tales after all. He was well loved and good to the people. But he eventually turned his subjects against him when he mistreated Ayn, I think her name is said. I'm going to call her Ayn. Now. A-I-N-E? Yes. I chose this story because Ain or Awin is said to be an aspect of the Morrigan. So she was a goddess. But in this story, it says King Fergus the Young, he mistreated Awin, the beautiful brown haired daughter of his vanquished enemy, Orbison, king of the Western Ocean. In another version of this story, I read, he raped her. <gasps> Oh I wasn't God. going to read that version. No, that's awful. So this was a mistreatment that made everybody hate him. It Fair. Was, it was actually pretty disgusting. That is fucking awful. Rather than be forced to marry Fergus, the sea princess, or aspect of the Morrigan, took her own life and followed her father to the grave. Oh, hope he was this story cursed. gets better. She was buried in a prominent mound known throughout Limerick, where my people come from, as the Nockany. Also, in other things I've read, it was called Awen's Papes, and Pape means breast. Oh, okay, because it's a mound? Yep. So it's like a breast. Okay, sure. So she was buried in oh. her breast. Gross. Well, you know, it was Ireland. Weird things happened. It was a great many centuries later that Rory Dublockley as fine a fiddler as ever you'd find. <laughs> I bet he was. I can't say anything to that because that's where I went. <laughs> was returning home from a wedding party. Listen to this next bit. Okay. He was known all throughout country Limerick, if not the whole west of Ireland, for the skills in his fingers. 
I'm glad you went there because that's where I went when I read this. And I was he like, sounds like someone I want to know. I'm just putting that out. Well, there. he was supposed to be young and handsome, so you know. And he had that's a bonus. He had very skilled fingers. I've <laughs> I've known men with skilled fingers. You want to know them? Uh, <laughs> TMI, Hannah. TMI. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Fairy blessed, the people said, and his music was always in high demand. I don't know what that has to do with his skilled fingers, but, you know. Long he's after, a fiddler, though. He's a fiddler. He's a fiddler. This is going really well so far, and the bit has been cut out because I went too far. <laughs> Very blessed, the people said, and his music was always in high demand. Long after the bride and groom had left the Cayley, the music man kept time with the dancing feet of his guests. They were his guests now, not the bride and groom's guests. That's huh. weird. He kept them leaping about through the night. And right to the dawn of the next day, he was really good. He was rewarded with a great many thumblers of punch. I bet he was. We know what he was good at. (laughs) There is no need to make innuendos from this story. They're all there. (laughs) I like this story. Me too. It does the fun for me. (laughs) And not a few cups of poteen, whatever that is, obviously very alcoholic, were given to him by the bride's parents. I wonder why. In a rare mood, he played lively jigs, reels, hornpipes, and stratsbees. Let's just ignore that last part. He played lively jigs, reels, and hornpipes, one after the other, as if a man possessed. I love this story. (laughs) What energy! I really like this story. As the sun began to peek over the edge of the horizon to banish the darkness of night, the fiddler bade farewell and began the journey home. He would have made it home all right if he hadn't been so tired. I wonder what he'd been doing all night. I mean, he had played all night. Played. With the skills in his fingers. Exactly. But since he was all worn out from playing, he decided to rest. Unfortunately for him, it was on the enchanted wrath, i.e. the boob hill, of the tragic sea princess. He laid down his sack, his sack, (laughs) and sat down on the cool green grass, the sweet morning air, the soft singing of the birds, the sun-kissed hill, struck a chord in his heart. Rory took out his fiddle and struck up a particularly beautiful air to greet the day. (laughs) Fuck me. Liz doesn't have to say anything. She's just sitting over there (laughs) laughing. As he played, all fell silent. Even the boob- no one wants to see that on a hill, Rory. On the boob hill. <laughs> on the boob hill. All fell silent. Even the breeze died down, as if to pause to listen to his haunting melody. <laughs> this is a much easier story to read than I thought. The next one involves a puka. Ooh. I've read that bit already. When the last lingering notes drifted off... <clears throat> A tiny hill opened in the side of the Wrath, or the Boob Hill. A crowd of fierce and scaly demons with leathery wings and sharp pointed teeth flew out. They were probably really pissed because I just heard him doing really bad things on top of the hill by himself. <laughs> and whirled about in the air above Rory's head. Before the mu- poor musician could call out a single, God bless and keep me. Did you say porn musician? Yeah, I didn't, but I could have. <laughs> Why else would they want to take him into the boob hill? I mean, it makes sense. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, professional. They seized Rory, his sack and his fiddle, 
and rushed them into the hill, the boob hill. Thwack! The earth clamped shut behind him. I can't read this in an accent because I can't do accents anyway. And Try. No. Do it for me. No. Come on, baby. No. I love you. It's wrong already. I promise love. I will make you I'm not a mouse. And I'll make you some flax and linen. You're not, you're not getting, you're not, you're not, it's not winning me over. Oh, damn. Well. I'll just keep going. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Put me down at once, I say. Rory howled as he was dragged down a dimly lit passageway. This sounds really wrong. Come on, come now, watch my fiddle. <laughs> watch me fiddle is actually what is written. <laughs> watch me fiddle. <laughs> watch me fiddle. <laughs> He'd just no. been fiddling up on the hill, so <laughs> watch me fiddle. He, yeah, maybe he's just playing with himself. He was too enraged and worried about his violin. Oh, finally, violin. To be afraid or wonder where he was being taken. At the end of the passageway was a golden door that seemed to melt away as the crowd rushed through. I just had a really funny image. The fiddler's eyes. Did it involve sperm? No, just groping. The fiddler's eyes seemed to nearly pop from his head when he saw the greenlit chamber he was brought to. Bright and blue-green as seawater, the roof of the Great Hall of the Shi, now they say they're fairies, arched high overhead. But it did not take away from the light of those within. An assortment of odd faces turned towards Rory. They were fairies as fine-boned as angels and others with teeth and claws and large fur-covered limbs. I'm trying really hard not to burp into the microwave. Into the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Microwave. I need another drink now. So can you say inebriated? Inebriated. Okay, we're still good. Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, we do not encourage alcoholism. Just saying. Oh, yeah, officially, no, we don't. <laughs> That's our stance. Mm. This is an 18-plus episode. <laughs> A gathering of merfolk swam lazily in an underground pool and leprechauns and rowans, dog-like creatures with the souls of men, they're mer dogs. It says on the back, a Rowan's half fish, half dog creature. But they also eat fishermen, so, you know. But they're mer dogs. I'd eat fishermen too, so. Pup mates? Pup mates. Mer puppies? Mer puppies. I want a mer puppy. I can't swim though, so maybe maybe not. Maybe that's what a water puppy is. It would kill me because I'd be like, oh, the puppy, and get in the water and drown. Fair. Yeah. I would drown you too. Thanks. I feel so much better. Is it because I didn't do the accent earlier? I don't blame you. Um, you would have murdered me. You would have drowned me if I had of. Uh, gathering Murphy's leprechauns, roans, roans, dog-like creatures with the souls of men, cavorted on the smooth tiled floor. How can they? They've got tails. Oh. Weird. They're just fairies. Rory was suddenly afraid and chilled as if he had been plunged into the winter waters of the Liffey. They called the Liffey like the water of life. Ah. But they also call whiskey the water of life, so, you know. Huh. It's very Irish. And then I think about the Liffey River up north. Mm. Mm. It would have been named after the Liffey in Ireland, Mm. I assume. Hundreds of glowing glowing lamps. (laughs) Hundreds of glowing lamps lit the room and the entire chamber was supported by intricately carved marble pillars. I don't remember reading this part because it was boring. (laughs) The oak wood tables were lined with crystal-like fruit and golden sparkling wine. 
Now that we're in the boob, he'll like got boring. As Rory's gaze travelled down the length of the table past the silent, watchful faces of the host. <laughs> I'm sure he gazed down the length of the table. He did. It I, says so. To the silent, watchful face at the end. Moving on. His eyes locked with those of the fairy queen. <laughs> Fuck, I know. <laughs> she said it. Hey. Ice blue they were, the eyes, the eyes of the queen. Nothing else. Not the balls because clearly no, he's been fiddling blue balls. on the hill. Yeah, he's, he's okay now. He's kind of tired. Ice blue they were, the eyes, and they chilled him to the marrow. Her gown was starlight, her hair like the sky before dawn, which I couldn't actually black. Before the skylight of dawn. So before the sun her, starts to Her rise. hair was like the sky before dawn, so black. Maybe like a dark blue with stars? Her gown was starlight. Her hair was black. (laughs) That sounds right. A a crown of white gold sat atop her head and it was set with moonstones, cool, and sapphires. A blue diamond pendant encircled her throat, (laughs) catching the blue firelight of the lamps. She stood. Welcome, Rory, she said in Gaelic, which is actually wrong because Irish is not Gaelic, it's Irish, and they're in Ireland. Well, this author needs to be slapped. Totally. I am Awen. Not from the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I just can't think how. I just can't. <laughs> Fuck Awen. She wasn't there. She didn't ride a horse into the river. That part annoyed me so much, but then a lot of that movie annoyed me so much, but I still love it. <laughs> Those movies are like 20 years old now. I know. We're so fucking old, Hannah. I love those movies. I am Arwen, but not the Arwen from Lord of the Rings, she said. Those were the only words he understood at the whole banquet. The fairies chattered around him in their own strange musical language because they were actually speaking Irish and not Gaelic. (laughs) For a long time, Rory watched a procession procession, of noble fairies and lords. Were they possessed? I hope so. That would have been a lot more fun. Yep. As they presented gifts to Queen Arwen, but not from Lord of the Rings. The men bowed very low and the women dipped in curtsies. It was finally Rory's turn to be formally introduced. But what had he to give? He hesitated, but was prodded along by those who had dragged him in after watching him fap on top of the hill. I mean, there must be some fiddling going on. Totally. A lot of fiddling and fapping on the boob hill. Oh, my God. He hesitated. Uh, no, I read that bit because that's where they prodded him. He stood shaking at the foot of the throne. His clothes were rumpled and plain because he'd been fiddling all night. And he felt coarse in such a fine company and before such a noble queen. He knew he was unable to imitate the graceful bows because he'd been fiddling all night. <laughs> he took his cap in his right hand and ran the other through his hair to straighten it. Then he gave a quick bob of his right knee. He was very tired after all the fiddling. Fuck, he better be. I know. (laughs) Coarse fairy laughter rippled down the length of the table because they all knew what he'd been doing on top of the hill. Rory blushed and stared at his feet, hurt and embarrassed. Oh, poor Rory. It's natural, Rory. It's fine. Yeah, you're not going to grow hair on the back of your hands or anything. Sit by me, Arwen, who was not Arwen from Lord of the Rings, purred with a smile. She gestured beside her, and a bench rose from the ground. From the bard's place of honour, Rory placed the fiddle under his chin 
and he began to fiddle again. He watched as the fairies left their spots at the table and stared again as it melted into the ground. The tables, not the fairies. Okay, good. Yeah. (laughs) They were ready to dance and he puzzled for a moment as to what to play for them. A country dance tune? His eyes took on a glimmer of mischief and he played the fairy dance, most appropriate for the occasion. So he was a bit of a dick. I mean, he... They seemed to like it, though. He he played and toyed with them. He fiddled with them. He fiddled, he fiddled for them. No, Rory, please don't fiddle. In the poop hill. Well done, cried Arwen, who was not Arwen from Lord of the Rings, when he had finished. You have brought me a fine music maker indeed. I think she said this to him. Oh. But I'm not sure. Maybe to the group that, like, dragged him down. That kidnapped him into the hill. Into the boob hill. She held out her hand and in it appeared a brilliant silver and crystal goblet. It was filled with ruby red wine as dark as blood. Will you share a glass with me, Rory? Oh, God, Rory, no, it's a trick. She asked slyly. Something in Rory screamed, no! Good, My Rory. God! But he took the cup from the queen's hand and drank it down. Oh, you dickhead. It burned like fire. Oh, my God, you dickhead. He's going to be <laughs> read some inebriated tales. <laughs> Play minstrel, the queen said with a cat smile on her face, and Rory was obliged to obey. He remembered, too late, because he's kind of stupid and he's been fapping all night, I mean fiddling, <laughs> that if a mortal eats or drinks something in the fairies' world, he will be trapped there forever. I mean, Rory, I'm a fucking idiot Australian and I know you don't eat in the fairies' We're even world. inebriated, but we haven't been fapping, I mean fiddling all night. Speak for yourself. TMI? <laughs> there we go. Now we've both done the TMI. <laughs> He played jigs, reels, and country dances until the fairy host had had their feel. That sounds really wrong, considering <laughs> what we just talked about. They disappeared with a flash. The lights were dimmed and the piper, the piper, even though he plays the fiddle, sat in near darkness. I think they've got their stories mixed up. Did they just abandon him? Yep, they left him in the hill, in the boob hill. Those assholes. They're going to come back. I didn't mean that Faye don't come for me. <clears throat> it's too late, you said it. <laughs> I've cut it out of the recording. Shut up. That's not fair. <laughs> it was gloomy and cold. <laughs> I mean, he would feel the cold. He'd been f- fiddling all night and into the next day. They come and go like the wind, said a, vo- said a voice, a human voice. Rory looked in, in the corner where it came from, unnoticed. Unnoticed before, I'm really getting inebriated now because I can't read properly. But you can still say inebriated. I can, so I'm not that inebriated. Unnoticed before, a human girl child sat huddled in the shadows. Something captured their interest and they were off to see it. They're like kitty cats. Who knows when they will return? It could be minutes or days. They are like cats. The fae? Yes. Because something shiny and sparkly just took their interest and they left them. That's what I would do. Okay, fair. (laughs) how long have you been here this was rory okay oh yeah take that bit out earlier because she's a little girl never mind and the fiddling (laughs) no that's inappropriate yeah take that out (laughs) the child cocked an eyebrow at rory and sighed in our time or theirs she sighed again i am still eight in years although i suspect that everyone i know is long dead she looked at rory You shouldn't have drunk the wine. (laughs) 
no duh. That's basically what he said. I know. I forgot. <laughs> Rory's a bit of an idiot. I think he gets into peer pressure. Mm. I mean, he was on a hill fapping, fiddling all night, so, you know. I mean. And he sat on the boob hill. Yeah. Yeah. He made some really poor choices that night. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Bells rang and trumpets sounded, heralding the return of the Fay host. They weren't gone very long. No. Whatever it was didn't hold their interest. Although neither Rory nor the child, who isn't named. Can we could, name her? She gets a name later. Okay. For now we'll call her, what do we want to call her? Galinda, the good witch of the East. Do I have to remember all that? Just call her G. <laughs> okay. Okay. You'll laugh later. Okay. Uh, but neither Rory nor the child, G, <laughs> could see any of them. The fiddler refused to sit around in idleness. He should have done that earlier. However, how, yeah, the fiddler refused to sit around in idleness, however, and he was determined to find a way out. He took the child by the hand and led her down twisting dark corridors. Rory thought they were heading in the same direction. They came in. And although they spent several hours in weary searching, it was to no avail. They could not find the exit. To make matters worse, they could hear the fairy fly- fairies flying overhead, chattering in their strange language, which was Irish. <laughs> and they only speak Gaelic because they're not really Irish. Rory, people speaking other languages is not a bad thing. I'm just saying. Even though you can't understand. That's right. That doesn't mean they're talking about you. Though it probably does mean they are talking about you. I mean, you were pretty stupid and you drank their wine. And you fiddled on the hill. And I mean, it was that a- would be worth talking about. Oh, yeah. I would gossip about that. Totally. They rested against the walls of the cavern or the boob hill. I'm hungry, said the child. Hush, whispered Rory. Be very quiet. Be very, very quiet. We're hunting rabbit. No. <laughs> Above their heads, a gathering had formed. In the half-light, Rory could glimpse the fairies mounted on fiery-eyed chargers. Fiery-eyed chargers. Each one was carrying an elegant, elegantly carved bow. It was a hunting party. Were they the, hunting humans? They were hunting rabbits. <gasps> they, they were hunting They're humans. Very, very quiet. They were hunting Rory. And Wabbit. G. G. Gina. G. <laughs> Gripping a spear tightly in his fist. Oh, God, of course he gripped a spear. (laughs) (laughs) The red-cloaked leader raised it above his horned head. Why he has horns now, I don't know. (laughs) And shouted, something I can't pronounce. Liasco, Sarod. Nice. Liaxo, repeated the warriors down the line, each in turn. I'm not saying it again. They said it a few times. Oh. There was a crack and a groan and the earth parted. That sounds wrong. Light flooded the passageway and Rory could glimpse the green rolling hills of Nocnaini. Wait, wait, wait. There was a gash? Yes. <sighs> a door. A gash. Yes, it was. He sprang for the door, Z, but they slammed shut in his face. Then he said Danu Air as a curse. Oh! <gasps> He knew those words. I know. He, he knew them? He doesn't speak Irish. But he drank wine and True. he knew the words. But now we know what the password is, the child reminded him. Rory spun around. We do, don't we? They stood beside one another and shouted the words that I don't, can't pronounce. The axor, Sarod. The earthen doors opened 
as before, and Rory and the child scrambled out. They were standing atop the boob hill, the mound of Knocknane. We're free! The child wiped away a tear. We're home! Rory adopted the child, whose name was Granina. Oh, gee, works so well! For she was correct in the fact that her family had died more than 150 years ago. Have I mentioned I'm a witch? Are you related to the mouse from the last story? Witch. Psychic mouse. (laughs) Cursed fairy time. He himself had only spent a night in the hill, but when he returned to the world of men, it was one year later. For many seasons afterwards, Rory played his fiddle at fairs and weddings, christenings and wakes. Everywhere his spirited music was needed. He fiddled hardcore. I bet. And always, always, he told the tale of the night he spent in Queen Aeen's keep, in the boob hill. I have feelings towards this story. Good feelings or fiddly feelings? <laughs> Not fiddly feelings. Oh, that's good. I mean, this girl who lived 150 years in the hill. She's probably only down there. Well, he was there a night, so she was there 15 days. Uh, wouldn't right? it be 150 days? No. One night equals one year? Yes. So 150 years equals These are inebriated tales. (laughs) I need to drink more. She can still max and she's had more than me. (laughs) Um, And Gina, G, she she lost her whole family and he adopted her. He did because I'm not going to say what I was going to say. A sweet. It was sweet. It was very kind. But that's got to fuck you up. Yeah. She would have had PTSD. Amongst other things. But, I mean, he fiddled as for a living. <laughs> so. It's funny how language changes that yeah. makes it sound so inappropriate. Well, he did fiddle on the boob hill. He fiddled everywhere. <laughs> he fiddled everywhere and was really good at it. All night. And he went home during the day. And then he fiddled on the hill. Mm. But. No wonder he adopted the child. So obviously this is a story about the warning of Faye and yes. to not make mistakes in drinking their wine. Although there was no real consequence for that. No, he actually got away, which they don't. Yeah. People don't. Yeah. So normally. But the yeah. other thing was often they do stupid things or draw the Faye's attention for some reason, but he didn't really. Like he played really well and it was supposedly – People said that he was fairy touched because he had this skill. Yeah. But usually people do something dumb. Yeah. Or the Fae see them doing something dumb and go, ha, 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 and then they take them. Yeah. But this guy didn't really. No. No. And he got away, which yeah. also often, or they get away and, yeah, it's like 150 years later. And he rescued someone. Which also I haven't read another, not that I've read heaps of fate stories on the Fae, like folk tales, but I haven't read another one that talks about someone actually being rescued. I want to know how they captured G. That wasn't part of the story. I know, but I want to know. I could read you the poo story instead. Tell me the poo story. Okay. Okay. This one is from the same book, Celtic Tales of the Strange, and it is called The Piper and the Puka of November. The Piper and the Puka of November. I don't know what November has to do with it. 
Okay. This also includes a minstrel. Oh, my God. Long ago, a half-fool lived in Dunmore in County Galway. What the hell is a half-fool? I don't know, but my ancestors are from Galway, so I'm intrigued. Did they know any half-fools? She got sent out here as a convict, so she was a half-fool. Who knows? Although he was excessively fond of music, he was unable to learn to play more than one tune, and that was the Black Rogue. I mean, if you're going to do something well, you might as well do something good well. That made no sense. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) if he's going to do one thing well, it might as well be something that is socially appropriate. Okay, rather than fiddling on a boob hill. (laughs) He used to get a good deal of money from the gentlemen, however, for they would get great sport out of him. I.e. They, they took the piss out of him, and, but they paid him. This story has a nice ending, just by the way. Good. One night, the piper, whose name was Liam, the half-fool from Dunmore in Galway, was coming home from a dance where, had there, be, where there had been much laughter and music and he was half drunk on poitin. Actually, I think I know what that is. It's what a kind of whiskey. Because when I went to watch a documentary on Shane McGowan with my mother, I think they talked about it. And you bought it was really cheap, and Uh they bought it in quite big bottles for the time. But it was actually really strong whiskey. And he was given a little, like a a half liter looking bottle, or maybe even a liter bottle when he was fourteen. So it's like a moonshine whiskey. Yeah, I think so. Okay, if I'm remembering right, it's P O I T I N, and there's a fadder over the I, which extends it or something. Anyway, moving on. I don't know how to say it either, so there we go. Really strong bad whiskey. He was half drunk and really strong bad whiskey. When he came to, no, that's not right. When he came to a little bridge, there we go, that was up by his mother's house, he squeezed the pipes on and began to play the Black Rogue. Okay. When I first read this story, I got about halfway and thought he was playing like a, a flute pipe, like a little tin whistle. Mm-hmm. It's not a tin whistle. It's more, it's called, they're called Ulian pipes. So they're like bagpipes, but you don't blow into them. You have to like pump both your arms up and down like a duck because there's bags under each arm. Quack, quack. Yeah, that okay. makes sense later. So when he plays, imagine him flapping his arms like a duck. Okay. With like, a bag for bagpipes under each arm, and then he has the handpiece, but no pipe to blow into. So, Duck Liam. Yes. Okay. Okay, so he's on the bridge playing the black rogue with his weird pipes. A puka came up behind him and flung the piper on his back. When I first read this, I also read, a puka came up behind him and flung the pipes onto its back. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is it doing? <laughs> I wasn't drunk at the time either, so there we go. (laughs) Despite the fact that the puka resembled a horse, long horns grow on either side of its head. Again. Okay, not again. Another interlude. So people, for people who don't know, a puka is like a horse spirit and I think it basically takes riders and puts them on its back and then rides into the sea and kills them. Kind of like a mermaid but not. Okay. Yeah. So So it's it's an evil spirit. Essentially you're going to get drowned. I think that's what I thought they were. Okay. This doesn't take him to drown him. Okay. Liam got a good grip on them, the horns, that is, on the horse, on the puka, and shouted, destruction on you, you nasty beast. Let me go home. 
I have a ten penny piece in my pocket for my mother, and she wants snuff. That was what he said. <laughs> and when I read snuff, I thought, so she wanted some cocaine. <laughs> I thought the murder porn, but uh, you go with cocaine. <laughs> Both are weird. She wanted a like a snuff film or cocaine. Yeah. His mother. His mother's awesome. I mean, she's in. Awesome might be a stretch, but she's into some weird stuff. stuff. Yeah. And you can get, you can spend 10 pennies on porn and cocaine. That's what this story is telling us so far. Morals. And the puka says, never mind your mother. Never mind your snuff or your cocaine. But do remember to keep your hold on his horns. He's a dirty puka. If you fall, you will break your neck and, and your pipes. And where will you be then? So I mean, that's fair. He said, you'll fall off and die, but your pipes will also be broken, so what will happen to you? If someone threatened my hobby, I would care more than myself. Yeah. They travelled in silence away, and then the puka said to the piper, which is why I thought the other story might have gotten a bit mixed up because they mentioned the piper at one point. <laughs> I was like... Rory fiddles. He doesn't play the pipes. They travelled in silence away and then the puka said to the piper, that's a good line for Oh, my God, puka said to the piper. Okay, the we need to drink more. Puka said to the piper. Puka said to the piper. Play for me the, the raggle taggle gypsy because that's a song. I don't know that, said Liam. Never he mind. only knows one song, you little. Never mind that you do or you do not, said the puka. Play up and I'll lend you my skills. Okay, I have to stop you here. I'm getting some Tenacious D vibes. This is the greatest this song. song in the world. Oh. Yeah, but they couldn't remember. They just made it up on the spot. It's just a so, tribute. So is Liam Jack Black? I think he might be. In a form oh, life. Brother Kyle. That was his name. So, I'm sorry, <laughs> Brother Kyle, but I never remembered your name. <laughs> and we drink. Cheers. Cheers. Liam put wind in his bag. Oh, good. So he farted. And he played such music as made himself wonder. (laughs) This is the greatest song in the world. I was thinking more that he farted on the puka's back (laughs) and was like, that's such beautiful music. (laughs) Uh, Upon my word, puka, you're a fine music maker. So the puka farted? You know, I'm actually wondering if this is the the inspiration for Jack Black's tribute. He's not the devil. No, but the idea of meeting someone and making them play a song. In farts? Is it really farts? No. It's the Ullian pipes. But when you play them badly, they sound the same. Okay, fair. But if you don't mind the asking, that's what he said. Where is it you're taking me? So he's less of an idiot, even though he's a half fool, than Rory, who was just like, mind me fiddle. (laughs) Yeah, Rory was not a fool. He was an idiot. (laughs) Was it a half fool? (laughs) Liam's just a half fool, so he sort of gets it. (laughs) So the puka horse said this. There's a great feast in the house of the banshee. On the top of Krogh, I can't say that, but it's Mount. Patrick, tonight, I'm bringing you there to play music and take my word, 
you get the price of your trouble. Ooh. Buy my soul. You'll save me a journey then. Butter my soul. Buy. Oh, uh, fuck. Butter my soul. But I mean, butter my soul, Puka. <laughs> You'll save me a journey then. <laughs> I honestly thought you said butter my soul. That is a new quote. Butter my soul. Butter my soul. Butter my soul and fry me in a pan. Can we make merchandise out of this? <laughs> if anyone wants to buy it, let us know. <laughs> <clears throat> butter my soul <laughs> you'll save me a journey then laughed Liam for father William assigned me a penance for that holy mountain because I stole the white gander from him last Martinmas you little prick so he took the goose you asshole the dude goose it's called stealing <clears throat> the puka rushed him across hills and bogs and rough places rough places Till he brought him to the top of Mount Patrick. Then the puka struck three blows with his foot. I think they mean hoof. And a great door opened and they passed through together into a fine room. So the musician rocks up to the party on the back of a horse and just rides into the hall. I mean, if you've got skills, use them. And he's only a half full. Uh, only half. Only half. The piper saw a golden table in the middle of the room and hundreds of old women... Old women. It says that. Hundreds of old women. Well, they were banshees. I can't say the word, but it's like the Welsh for banshee. Like hundreds of them. Hundreds of banshees. Just sitting in the hill. Not a boob hill. Thank God. One old woman, the oldest and the ugliest of them all. Fuck you. Yeah, he's a bit judgmental. Rose up and said, 100,000 welcomes to you, Pooker of November. He called her ugly and she welcomed him. What a prick. The puka didn't call her ugly. Liam? It just says one of the old women, the oldest and the ugliest. So the author called her ugly. Fuck you, author. <clears throat> Who is it that you have with you? The best piper in Ireland, boasted the puka of November. And it's never explained why he's called the puka of November. <laughs> Is it now? She laughed. She struck a blow to the ground with her staff and a door opened in the side of the wall. And what should Liam see coming out from it but the white gander which he stole from Father William? I mean, there are consequences and karma or dharma, depending on whether you know the true poison. I don't think they're the same thing. (laughs) By my conscience then. What does that mean? By my conscience then, said the piper. Myself and my mother ate every taste of that gander, except for one wing that I gave to Red Mary the witch. And it's she who told the priest I stole his gander. What marvel is this? She dumped on you. (laughs) She turned you in, you idiot, and you gave her half the goose. Okay, a wing of the goose. Or the gander. Sorry, I'm not being goosed. The dude goose. Are you being genderist with geeses? I'm sorry, geeses. After the gander cleared the table, I don't know how, and carried it away, so they made the... <laughs> Banshees are bitches. Apparently. 
slaughter my soul, Puka. The Puka said, play up music for these ladies. The piper played up. I don't know why they say that, but anyway. The piper played up and the old women began dancing. I'd like to see that. Hundreds of banshees dancing. It'd be scary, Do I think. Do you think that they wail at the same time? No, because then everyone would die. Ah, uh, fair. They were dancing and dancing and dancing until they were tired. Then the puka said to pay the piper, and every woman, though it doesn't say from where, drew out a gold piece and gave it to him. <laughs> this guy has the greatest lines. By God's teeth, said Liam. I'm as rich as the son of a lord. I mean, if that many banshees gave hundreds, him gold. Hundreds. Hundreds. He had hundreds of pieces of gold that the banshees pulled from somewhere creepy. <laughs> Come with me, said the puka, and I'll take you home. So he's just allowed to leave. The puka sounds like a good good sort. So he's not like any other puka. Maybe that's why they call him the puka of November, because he's stupid and doesn't do what all the others do and eat people. So he grabbed... A half full, full, and perhaps he, he saw a kindred spirit. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. They went out then, and just as Liam was going to ride on the puka, the gander came up to him and gave him a new set of pipes, even though he'd eaten him. That's called forgiveness. I'm glad to see there are no hard feelings, said Liam, seeing as I ate you for supper and all. The puka was not long until he brought the piper to Dunmore. He threw the piper off at the bridge and told him to go home. So they got to the end. They got, he got back and he was like, yeah, fuck off now, and just chucked him off his back. He was done. He'd had enough. He said to him, you have two things now that you never had before. And then he says in language that I can't repeat because I don't know what it is. Sial agus siol, sense and music. Liam went home, a bit dazed and bedazzled, and he knocked on his mother's door saying, it says mum, but he would have said ma'am, mammy, ma'am, 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 fuck you ma'am, let me in, I'm as rich as a lord and I'm the best piper in Ireland, (laughs) hush now my son, it's in your cups you are, it's in your cups you are, Terry, no idea, Hmm. I think it, oh no, drunk, It's in your cups you are, said his mother. No, indeed, said the piper. I haven't drunk a drop. That's a lie. (laughs) The mother let him, the mother, the mother let him in and he gave her the gold pieces and said, wait now, said he, till you hear the music I play. He buckled on the pipes. He buckled on the pipes. But instead of music, there came the sound as if all the geese in Ireland were screeching together. (laughs) So they fucked him. The gander gave him a new set of pipes and they were supposed to make him the best piper in Ireland, but they sounded like geese. So this is your payment for eating him. He wakened the neighbours and they were all mocking him. (laughs) But there's a twist. But when he put on his old pipes, he played melodious music for them. After that, he told them all what happened that night. So now he could play his own pipes. Uh-huh. And he could play more than what was it, the Black Rogue. Oh. 
He learnt more music. The end. There's a bit more. Okay. The next morning, when his mother went to look at the gold pieces, they, there was nothing left but dry and crumbling leaves. Nothing but the gold leaves of autumn, she sighed, which is November. Uh-huh. Nothing but a fairy trick. The piper went to the priest whom he'd stolen the goose from and told him the story. But the, pli- the police, the priest would not believe a word from him. Typical. Then the screeching of the ganders and geese began. Leave my sight, you thief, shouted the priest. But nothing would do the piper till he put on the old pipes. Till he put on the old pipe. No. It does say that, but that's wrong. Till he put the old pipes on to show the priest that his story was true. He buckled on the old pipes and he played melodious music. I take it the goose pipe was left at home. (laughs) I mean, if it only plays geese music. And from that day till the day of his death, there was never a piper in the West Country counties as good as he was. So he actually got away with it, the whole thing. I'm very confused by this story. Well, he got money and then had the money taken away and he got the best pipes in Ireland, but they sounded like geese. But he did... Learn to play music. I guess, like, the thing that I like about the Irish folk tales... Is they make no sense and they talk about boobs a lot. Well, it's not really about morals. No. It's about... The moral of the story is don't fuck with fairies in any way or you'll probably get fucked over. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, essentially, and just, like, trying to survive and, um... There was another story in the book and it was basically... There were three foolish brothers. They bought a wheel of cheese. They dropped the wheel of cheese into the ocean and then trying to get it back, they fell in and died. And now the story's named after them, like the bay (laughs) is named after them. So really it's about don't try and rescue things that are beyond your control. (laughs) But you will have a bay named after you. Um, There is a benefit in the end. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, the bay is called the Bay of Fools. Uh, you don't want to be known as a fool. No. <laughs> there are a lot of stories, like a lot of the stories were like, and then the foolish fool fooled himself and did this, this, and this. So really the Irish fairy tales are like. These ones anyway. You're a fool. Yeah. It was just like, don't mess with the fae. You're a fool. Don't be foolish. The end. <laughs> don't be too talented or the fae will pay attention to you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fiddle on boob heels. <laughs> Don't play Tenacious D's tribute mm. in the Irish setting or you're going to get kidnapped. Yes. And meet the and don't, that you stole. <laughs> and ate and ki- killed and ate and it's been resurrected and lives with banshees now. Yeah. The sorrow. This is just weird. And then you get some pipes. That sound like geese. That you don't play. Ever. Because you just play your old ones. Yeah, because suddenly you can play them whereas you couldn't before. (laughs) The end. The end. (laughs) These stories are weird. I like them. Me too. It's kind of like I think the next one that I do, I'll do like a Japanese fairy tale. I might do the pussy willow tree. The what now? Pussy willow tree. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, which is actually really sad. Um, but don't do that story then. I don't. I don't want sad stories. If I can make you cry, no, my life is complete. Because you will. Because I'll be drunk. Make the Cancerian cry. That's not hard. <laughs> Although the really interesting thing is that's the only water in my sign. <laughs> like in my whole chart, I have no other water except my sun sign. <sighs> but still, no sad stories. Uh, well, I'm an Aquarian. I'm not going to listen. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. According to TikTok, Aquarians are bitches and deserve to die. Really? Mm-hmm. They didn't say that about Capricorns? Because everyone hates Capricorns. Because uh, we're assholes, but we get everything right. I think people just hate Aquarius. That's kind of what I've learned from TikTok. That's so weird. Hmm. Mm. All right. Give well, us your opinion, TikTok. Do you hate Aquarians? <laughs> Please don't. Please love me. I need your love. I have a Cancerian moon. I need some loving. Um, after Maybe that, I should try to story. make her cry. <laughs> I bet I could. I reckon I could make you cry. Probably. I'm I'm admitting that openly. Yeah, I cry easily too. Just show me a sad film. Um, I don't watch them because I hate crying. <laughs> See, that's the difference. You're like... I'll cry and I'll be fine with it. Whereas it's like, I'm a Capricorn moon. Fuck you for making me cry. No, I can cry. It's just have to be alone when no one's watching. <laughs> okay. All right. I get that. Well, thank you, honey, for your, I was going to say turbulent tales, but that's wrong. Tipsy tales. Tipsy tales. Tipsy tales. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Let us know if you're offended and we'll apologize when we're not drunk anymore. <laughs> Maybe don't let Liz know if you're offended. And we will catch you at the next one. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Don't fiddle. Or fiddle. Don't, don't fiddle care. on a boob hill. And yeah. if you're going to ring a bell, make sure it's a wee bell. That tinkle, tinkle, tinkles. That was from the last one, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.